0: You know, it was just about a year ago, in fact, in my case, exactly a year ago, that uh, decided to work from home for a month, maybe two months. Some people said it might last into September, and, and here we are. But a lot of people had to scramble and set up home offices. Not wanting to shell out the money for a full-time gig, they did. They turned to rentals. And especially on the West Coast, Furnish, F-E-R-N-I-S-H, is a West Coast phenomenon. Articles in New York Times and Atlantic and everything else expounding the virtues of this. And now they're uh, going to relocate. Well, they're going to put an in installation in North Texas. Michael Barlow is the co-founder, the CEO of Furnish, and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us.
1: It it's great to be here David and it sounds like it's your 1 year anniversary from working from home so <laughs> happy
0: anniversary you know, it, to you. know it 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 wasn't supposed to be this way. <laughs> it just sort of turned out this way. But it, my goodness, I mean, so you have this company which is going already and all of a sudden God gives you a pandemic and and you must have just been printing money for the last year.
1: I I, I look I think... Uh, we were as nervous as anyone last March or 365 days ago. We didn't really know what was what was happening. Um, but look, we're in the home furnishings business and rental business, and so we're all about you know, either temporary setups or you know rent to own relationships. Try it before you buy it. And home offices became a the new normal, you as had, you know. You and, had to scramble
0: you know. about, but you, you've been reading. Beds and sofas and coffee tables. I mean, all of a sudden, you had to go out and find a bunch of office desks and office chairs and what we, filing cabinets. We we did. I think one of the most
1: uh, kind of from a supply chain challenge for us um, was how do you build a standing desk? You know, desks were not at all near the top of our most popular categories I think we actually only had three or four options I think now we have over a dozen and we were able to work with our manufacturers to put a standing desk in place which has become wildly popular I mean I have one at my home and you know sit stand it's just a it's a luxury that no one ever thought they'd have
0: yeah well at very desk you know has their roots right here in North Texas it is has benefited through this whole thing well but what happens now and now everybody's talking about going back to office at least, I mean, back to their offices, at least part-time. And here you are expanding into Texas.
1: Uh, one, I think if you asked me a year ago, you know, what your next market is outside the West coast, I would have said, look, it's the East coast. Uh, maybe I thought my solution, our business was going to be more, I don't know, it would, it would get, have more legs. Um, no pun intended on, uh, on the coastal cities. But as soon as we saw, um, the growth that was coming into, you know, let's say specifically in Texas, you know, we're starting in Dallas, Fort Worth, moving down to Austin here soon. It just became a no brainer for us. And now I've been actually out here a few months myself, uh, as we were just talking about. And I've fallen in love with the place. I just have to convince my wife that we, <laughs> that we, that we need a move here. You know, we're spinning up a dozen employees, have a, have a you know, 20,000 square foot warehouse, logistics center up in Grapevine. Um, and I'm, we, you know, we're really bullish on uh, the application of our business model to, to North and central Texas.
0: Hey, are you pivoting back toward the coffee tables and the sofas and beds?
1: It, I think I, we never stopped. We never stopped the, you know, the bed frame and the sofa were actually our most popular items for the first few years of our uh, business history. I think the office setup it kind of skyrocketed to number 1 and i think it's now down to number 2 after the the sofa living room setup but we anticipate it staying up there for a while even as people start to go back to work but you know i think our business what it does is it really tries to take away the hassles, the costs, the stresses of setting up a new home, whether it be a new city or a new set of roommates or, or a new neighborhood, find it you know, in and around a new job. I think there's just so much hassle there that doesn't need to exist, so much friction. And I don't see that going away anytime soon. I actually am very bullish on the opportunity here because so many people are moving and trying out cities like Dallas and Austin. For the first time
0: it, it's not a new model it, it, there's a company that's been based here for a long time called setter that um I, mm-hmm. you know, I think gets you everything including you know a toaster and a tv set how is how is Furnish different from a setter for example
1: yeah it's a it's a very fair question david i think Center was started in the 60s i think it's based out in plano if i'm not mistaken right. so it's been around much longer than my you know our three-year-old business here, going on four years now, which is exciting. Um, you know, we target a different type of consumer. I'd say our average consumer is in their 20s or early 30s. They, you know, they have a decent amount of disposable income, but they just like the convenience, the simplicity, the flexibility that comes with either rental or rent-to-own. And before that, they were just leaning on a retail solution. And the retail solution. Sometimes it takes 12 weeks. Sometimes 14 weeks to get that sofa that you go buy from Crate and Barrel or West Elm. And if you're going to buy it at a you know a more flat pack store like IKEA, you have to spend six weekends building it. <laughs> so I think, and I'm speaking from personal experience here, Dave. Um, so I think our type of consumer is very different than Renaissance or consumer. You know, they have their own um business you know more uh, alternative financing um or operation which they've operated at scale again for 50, 60 years um but our consumers have never considered kind of a flexible rental option but we're bringing that to market
0: so you've been doing this long enough now that you you ought to have a sense of the cycle so i i go in move into town and i gotta have some stuff right away so i read it from you but I mean, three months from now, four months from now, if I've got a temporary office at home, and I, I can understand, mm-hmm. but I mean, do I still want to rent a coffee table in a, at a, in a bed frame?
1: You know, David, I, what we, what we see is a vast majority of our customers are either apartment or home renters. And so they're on, you know, 12 sometimes 24 month leases but mostly 12. and what they do is they tie the lease of their furniture to the lease of their apartment or the lease of their home and they're living with roommates more often than not or maybe a significant other but not quite a spouse yet and so there's a lot of uncertainty in life and you know in many cases if you're gonna pay to move furniture i don't know if i'm speaking for yourself or your kids or yeah, someone yeah. else listening here the the costs and hassles of moving even a one or two bedroom apartment are in uh, exorbitant and if i was actually relocating here from you know our two bedroom my wife and my two bedroom in los angeles to dallas it costs more money than the actual amount of money I'd spend on full new furniture generally and you know and if you have some of the cheaper stuff that you've built yourself it's not even going to last for a move and so well, you don't even really have that option so I think we definitely work very closely with renters to build the solution right for them and at the end of the day if you fall in love with your product after 12 months or even nine months you can buy it out and you just all the payments that you've made, kind of like a car lease, count, count against the, uh, you know, the retail purchase. So you built some equity over time. So, again, it's a solution we think fits a lot of different
0: applications. It sounds capital intensive. I mean, do you, you, so you've got a, so you're getting a big, like a 20,000 square foot uh, warehouse here. You have to keep all that inventory all the time or do you, w- would I, would I call you out of rent? Do you run over to Crate Barrel and grab it?
1: It's a good question, David. I'd say it's it's not not capital intensive, <laughs> you know. But I think there's clever ways to set up a business like ours, whether it be, you know, we're fortunate to have some good equity backers as well as some good debt backers, um, and so you know, there's ways to set up a, a capital structure on even a startup basis um, to mitigate a lot of those costs. And then it's you know, it all comes down to operating efficiencies. And so our team, you know, mostly a group of Ex Amazon executives who have built and scaled physical goods logistics and operations businesses, and you know, way bigger than we are now. But we do have grand ambitions to scale. Maybe maybe we won't get to the size of Amazon, but but if we, if we get a couple percentage points of the way there, I think we'll be very happy. With well, that. But,
0: but now wait—you said the magic words, former Amazon executive. So all of a sudden, in my mind, I I see deep pockets. So so what is the end game? How long? You you build out furnish, or you're going to take it public? Somebody's got to come along and buy you?
1: You know, right now we're very focused on delivering a premium customer experience at the end of the day. And that's really how we hold ourselves accountable and what we try to strive for every day. There are some Amazon principles such as the day one mentality. Like every day is a new day and you always have to do your best and do the best by what matters to you. And in our case, it's delivering a premium customer experience. Um, And everything from there falls in place, David. You know, I can't speak for the next few years, but I think we have a lot of smart people at the table here, both on the management side as well as, you know, the boardroom and the executive side. And that's uh, it's a good it's a good formula. Uh, but we'll you know we'll we'll see where the wind blows in the long run
0: all right so so you open april fool's day or april first um, <laughs> <I know it. laughs> but but what am i going to see i mean are you mostly a virtual company or are are you going to have a showroom that people are going to come to what how how do you distribute how do you get your business you
1: know you know david we we are e-commerce first and so everything you can find online, furnish.com, F-E-R-N-I-S-H.com. We have pretty popular digital channels, you know, Instagram, we're just gearing into TikTok. It's all the rave these days. And it's actually a pretty interesting channel in many ways, but you know, we're an e-commerce first company with a digital acquisition strategy. So that's how we built our business today. And it's really speaking to our customers the way they're used to being spoken to. Um, And again, it's different than some of these old line companies who have traditional retail stores and showrooms. But talk about capital intensive like that's real capital costs. We avoid those. And over the past year, it's actually served us really well not to have a bunch of retail showrooms, to be honest. Um, You know, it's not our strategy. (laughs) Totally, totally. It's not our strategy today, but, you know, we'll see where we gravitate to over time. But uh, but yeah, an e-commerce storefront has been our focus.
0: I just have so much to learn. TikTok for furniture. I just, you, <laughs> you and I assume you take Bitcoin, too. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. no we're not,
1: <laughs> you know, we're not that progressive.
0: All right. Well, welcome to North Texas officially on April the 1st. It's F-E-R-N-I-S-H Furnish. And the co-founder and CEO is Michael Barlow. It's good to have you with us. We wish you luck.
1: David, thanks so much for having me. Talk soon.
0: Thanks for more of our conversation with us, Barlow. Go to krld.com/slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.